Hello, hello, and welcome back to Retrieving Sanity with your host, Keegan. Today, I just wanted to touch on something called self-pity. We all know what it is, right? Okay, well, let's look what Google has to say it is. Google says, quote, excessive self-absorbed unhappiness over one's own troubles, end quote. So the word that really sticks out to me is excessive. Excessive is an imbalance, if you will. It is too much of anything. And well, I mean, you can actually overdose on water. People do it every year. You don't believe me, Google it too. Anyways, is self-pity bad? Not in a healthy dose, but I mean, <laughs> no one wants to be in a state of self-pity ever, I think. Well, I also kind of take that back because some people do. Humans are weird. It can't be harmful. It isn't inherently harmful or bad. So, to me, self-pity leads to feeling hopeless, well, definitely unhappy, and despair, anxiety, anger, resentment, you name it, and self-pity can probably lead to it. And I know for me, self-pity was a driving factor in my addiction, and what really pushed me into it. And again, it, for me, whenever I say it can cause anxiety or any other bad feeling, it can be so overwhelming that it's literally crippling. And I don't know about you, but if I have no legs, like that guy's son, Jim was tall and slim and he had no more legs you know it's a song anyways if I'm crippled I'm not running a marathon right and whenever I can't move because I'm just so crippled by a feeling it takes away something that is needed it's essential to get out of my state of well self-pity and the reason why it's so crippling for some like myself is because whenever i'm feeling crippled i'm not going to take an action that i need to improve either my situation how I'm feeling, or anything really. It's just easier to crawl back into bed, say, fuck it, I'll try again next life. And <laughs> I don't know about you, but so far I've been in this one that I can remember at least. So is self-pity normal? Well, yeah, again, it's 
a human emotion, if you didn't feel self-pity, then you're probably a narcissist, I think. I'm pretty sure a narcissist wouldn't really have a lot of self-pity, because usually they like to put themselves in the great limelight, right? Anyways, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about self-pity. So, yeah, it's normal. Especially if you've lost someone. If you had a big setback. And for those reasons, and some more, it's normal to feel self-pity. It always kind of leads to, well, what if? That, my friend, is also a dangerous, dangerous game to play, for myself at least. And one of the things about self-pity is that it's self-absorbed unhappiness from troubles of your own. So I don't know about you, but if I sit there and I wash, uh, let's say, laundry in dirty water, I'm not doing anything. I might spread a stain, but <laughs> someone could look at it or be around and be like, damn, like, oh, that guy looks like he's covered in tar or something. And I say tar because self-pity is like a tar pit. I would say a sand pit or quicksand rather but the thing is with quicksand you kind of relax you do the opposite of what you do for tar pit well I say that thinking about like land before time and all the survival things I've seen about quicksand so with the tar pit I gotta do something otherwise I'm just fucking stuck and well if I'm crippled by feeling bad for myself uh as so many of us like to actually do I'm not going to do anything to really get out of that tar pit I'll sit there and be like damn really should not have tried to be like Tarzan because that vine broke and there's one within arm's reach. Uh, no, just a little bit further. Fuck it. So, yeah, if you beat yourself up for feeling self-pity, you're going to do nothing except for exasperate the fucking problem. And it's a hard, hard cycle to break. For some, it's lethal. If you ever feel like taking that quick route, just please don't reach out to someone, please. Um, anyways, let's look at something, well, a solution, if you will, or rather the guideline. So with self-pity, like, many many other things especially 
the bad ones of emotions and whatnot, there's usually a factor that's the source of it. And I don't know about you, but if my car is making a funky sound, then I don't go to the mechanic and be like, yeah, it just makes a funky sound. Because, I mean, that is right, but I'm not about to sit there and let this guy look at my car, tell me what exactly is wrong, and believe it 100%, and I only say that because I like to be informative, know what's going on, and this way I can also say, well, mechanic says it's a flat tire. Well, no, because it's coming from the engine department. I think squirrels got in there, but I haven't opened the hood to check. Well, see, right there is my problem. Did I check the tire? Maybe. Anyways, if I don't know what the problem is, I can't take that action that's so much needed to do anything about it. And that's where a lot of humans kind of go well, a little wayward, if you will. Whenever there's an issue that's bothering us, I know for me, sometimes it's easier to sit there and just be like, eh, forget it, out of sight, out of mind, whatever you know. But whenever it's something that's causing a big problem in my life, you know what's funny? The only thing that does anything to help is to fucking face the problem. I've learned through, well, I'm 30, so I'd say yeah, 24 or so, I don't know. Out of all the experience that I have, it's hard to face something and get through it, but I can tell you that it is so, so worth it. It may suck for a little bit, but trust me, it's better in the end. Now, again, I said you have to take action, right? So, <laughs> again, you have to identify the problem. You gotta know what the catalyst of the self-pity is. And you gotta also not beat yourself up at the same time be your own best friend but taking action is part of the healing it's actually a huge step in the healing process because again you don't know what actions you need to take healing does not do itself automatically it doesn't fix itself like if you break a bone yeah it will heal itself but it'll heal all sorts of fucked so that's what 
the damn cast is for. But anyways, let's look at that. What action can you actually take to help offset the self-pity, to bring about a positive feeling? Even, even if it's fleeting, because sometimes all you need is a little ember in the night to find, well, the fire, the light, whatever you're, uh, whatever you want to call that. Um, so let's look at a few things, and a lot of it, wait, oh yeah, you have to take action because healing is not an automatic process something's broke you have to fix it you can't just sit there and it'll heal itself because guess what that healing is you and yeah you can break a bone and let it heal but I can tell you right now it's going to be fucked and trust me look it up and it can cause some real bad things that <laughs> sorry they're for life now because you didn't do something for like maybe a few hours depending on where you live having to go get a cast but let's see one of the things that you need to do to start the healing process is well just do something and by do something I mean do something you enjoy and it's as simple as a hobby you like to do and while I'm talking about a hobby this is real quick trust me if you have a hobby do it because you like to do it don't do it because you're good at it like if you're good at your hobby that's fucking awesome but don't beat yourself up don't quit your hobby just because you're not good at it guess what it's called a hobby not a profession people that have a profession that is a hobby well guess what guess what they still work too that old saying if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life it's fucking bullshit i don't care who you are that shit's a lie you always are working anyways so another thing you can do is well talk to someone and by talk to someone i mean find someone that will listen and I mean listen because a lot of people whenever you want to vent and just vent you don't want to do anything else just let it out people think it's right then and there a great time to tell you how you need to fix your life and that's also fucking wrong sorry no i didn't need your two cents 
But if you're going to give me that two cents, I'll go spin it at the fucking arcade. Whatever. So, whenever you find your confidant, make sure to tell them what you're talking to them about for. Like, don't just go, hey, like, I got a problem. And then just lay it on them. Because <laughs> that puts people on a spot and so now they're like a deer in headlights like oh shit what do i do what do i do what do i say well so you tell them first of all just be like hey like i gotta talk about something real quick get it off my chest you don't gotta say anything you can just nod your head pretend like you're listening and that'll be enough and They'll probably just sit there and, mm-hmm, yep. And then at the end, they're like, I didn't absorb any of that. And <laughs> I would rather have that than unsolicited advice, if you will. But let's see. If you're wanting a solution, definitely tell them that at the beginning, too. Because if they weren't actively listening, they're going to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that, that sucks. And, pff, yeah, no one wants that. And here is probably the last, but I'd say most important. And that is to be patient why well because healing is healing healing is process it's not a pill it won't be fixed overnight and as much as we wish it were a pill as much as we wish it were some kind of magic it's not and that's why you have to take action. You have to give yourself a chance. When no one else in this world will, give yourself a chance. But be patient because, again, this is not an overnight thing. If it is, then you're worried about the wrong kind of shit. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not. But, you know... So, with things being a process, you gotta remember there's action, and then there's also ups and downs. Just because you started in the right direction doesn't mean you're going to get where you want to go. Walk in a maze full of mirrors. Yeah, that's what it feels like a lot of the time. You're like, oh yeah, I know where to go. I'm going to go straight into this other mirror. Oh shit. Yeah, it's... There's tricks to doing mazes. Look them up. Find your guideline. And then apply that kind of thinking to your healing. There's different ways to go about it. Some work really good. Some are just, well, bunk. And... 
you got to find what works for you. As with anything else in life, you got to find your balance. And really that just leads us back to excessive. And remember, there is so much as excessive good feelings. And there's an excessive amount of action as well. And all I have to say at this with this healing process, it's not an overnight fix. If it is, you're worried about the damn wrong thing. Wrong damn thing, you know. And you have to do something. But don't beat yourself up. Just because you're feeling bad, allow yourself to actually feel bad. You know, a lot of the time, you'll see people with a smile, and sometimes it's just a fucking mask. But sometimes, that fake it till you, no, fake it until you make it, I'm sorry, but that shit don't really work either. The thing is, is taking that action and being patient, it's not overnight it's not five minutes it's not a fucking pill it's not a substance but i can say be courageous be patient be tenacious you can do it i believe in you if i can do it i know everyone else can because i let self-pity destroy me and I don't want anyone to feel like I ever did. And that's what sucks because I know so many people do. And let's just end this episode right here with this. Don't beat yourself up. Don't be your own worst critic. Instead, learn to love yourself or at the very least, be your own best friend. That's it for, well, whenever you're listening, watching, any of those. And until next time, my friends, I shall say, Shlon.